What's the secret to becoming a better leader? Gerard Senehy says you have to become a better human. If the leadership is leading with their humanity, it creates a context that people feel immediately has value. I'm Irene Silber with the Vanguard Network. Gerard Senehy is founder of the Open Future Institute. Much of its focus is on training teachers to work with high school students. As part of our series on a different kind of leadership, Senehy spoke with former public TV journalist Ken Stone. Senehy is perhaps best known for being a mentalist or mind reader. He's appeared countless times on national TV demonstrating mind-expanding techniques, which is just part of his mission to change the way we all think, and that includes business leaders. Let me start with uh, the term mentalist. What exactly is that? Well, it's so different things for different people, but for me, a mentalist is someone who inspires people to consider the things that they can't see. Talk a little bit about uh, the Open Future Institute. So we train public high school teachers to uh, teach a class where students can embrace some of the most difficult questions about life and uh, create a sense of self-leadership for their lives and future. Because I think in the past, society would make sense out of life for us, but now kids have to make sense out of life for themselves. So we need to give them support in order to do that. Otherwise, they are thrown into adulthood without the support and the sense of uh, ability to create their own direction, their own meaning in life. You are drawn to students uh, who live in poverty or near poverty. Um, talk about why, why is that? Why are those the people that you're looking at? Why, why not quote the high achievers? Well, I think this is, it's important for all students, but given the inequalities in the system, we felt drawn to working with uh, students in high poverty areas of New York to start with. So give me some of the nuts and bolts of the question project. How does it work? Who's it for? So it's a semester-long daily class for uh, high school students. And it works by engaging students in making the effort and bringing their own experience to some of the most difficult questions about life. Questions such as, uh, what is purpose? Who am I? Um, what is love? Uh, how do I have courage to be myself? Uh, is there a bigger picture? If so, what is it? Uh, how, am I how much am I connected with others? What helps being connected? What obscures it? Uh, some of the, you know, we spent two years with students identifying some of the most important human questions. And we addressed those. They're more about self-knowledge and understanding life than having solutions for how to go forward. So they're really trying to understand life themselves and their place in the world. I was interested in the five pillars of the question project. Talk through them for me. So the journey starts with choice because choice is the fabric of 
students' agency. You know, that they, that's what they have to really to work with. That's what they have every day. They're making choices. So we want them to connect with their agency. We're not trying to teach them, you know, do the right thing. I think that's more a byproduct of them really uh, leaning into understanding themselves in life. But first, it's really important that they understand choice, they connect with their capacity to choose, and even to think for themselves is a choice because often in life, we're not really, we're maybe taught to think about, to think about topics for ourselves, but it's a whole other thing to really think about life for ourselves and who we are for ourselves. Then from there, we go to purpose because once you connect with choice, then you can really explore like what purpose is going to inform those choices. Uh, and, and we're not trying to get students to come to an answer to the question of purpose, but to connect to the reality that purpose can inform their lives. The next pillar is fearlessness. The human journey is having the courage to, be, to make the choices that are true to who we are and to the purpose that we might feel, the sense of direction that we feel. Fearlessness gives them the strength to be true to their own, to make choices that are true to them and to follow purpose. And then these are the three pillars are about the individual. Then we expand beyond the individual into interconnectedness. And so interconnectedness frames the journey of life, not as a solo journey, but as a journey of life with others. So it's really important piece. And then lastly is bigger picture, which similarly frames their lives and allows them the space to see their own lives within a bigger context and also to see uh, to consider different topics from a bigger picture, to consider their own, their own, look at their own experience from a bigger picture. So it's this five pillar journey is a way to engage students with the most important questions about life. And it not just being a random exploration of big questions, but really a journey into who they are and how they make sense of their lives in relationship to others and a bigger picture. Let me posit this to you. I think if business leaders heard this, uh, they would go, oh, they're talking about operations. Uh, they're talking about purpose. They're talking about um, courage. Um, uh, they're talking about teamwork. And they're talking about vision. When you look at business leaders today, which of the pillars are the weakest? I, I would say, uh, rather than focusing on one pillar, I would say that the foundation that connects all the pillars together, because there's so much about purpose in business, you know, creating purpose, uh, culture, which is interconnectedness, so much about creating culture, uh, purpose, etc. I think the thing that binds these together and makes it all uh, pr more profound is a foundation of humanity. So that all of it is framed in the context of our humanity. Because if purpose is devoid of an authentic humanity, then it just becomes a material thing. It becomes an object. Even the way purpose is sometimes thought is find your cause and then follow it. But if it's disconnected from our humanity, we can find a cause and we can make a mess. It can be a great cause, but we make a mess out of it because we're not connected to our humanity and it becomes... It can be like a founder syndrome and you know we, we we might put too much of our stamp into it or not realize that we need to work about work work 
with it with other people in a collective context of humanity. So I would say that's the foundation, that's the binding glue. Yeah, and uh, I think of all the business books out there, you know, how to be a better business leader and all that. And they they tend to have a list of things that you have to do. Um, do this, do this, do this, make sure. And it's yeah. very strategic. Uh, yeah. But the word you used, authentic, perhaps if it really doesn't come from inside, it's it's somewhat meaningless. Yeah, and, and part of, you know, when we address education, because with education uh, and like social emotional learning, which is an area that is growing and that is meant to address students' inner lives, uh, they divide everything into parts, right? Um, and there's nothing wrong with dividing thing. It's like whole child education is a collection of parts, right? We need to divide things into parts, just like medicine, uh, in order to understand the parts better. So, you know, we have parts too. We have the five pillars. But there has to be a under, there has to be an underlying approach that is about the whole of those parts. And our humanity is what I think creates that. Our humanity gives these parts meaning and they connect them to each other. Otherwise, it would just be a set of disconnected parts. If the leadership is leading with their humanity, it creates a context that people feel immediately has value to build trust, you know, because part of it is building trust. You might recognize it at the beginning, um, but it takes time to build trust and uh, to and buy in and and also engagement in that process. The best leaders often are those who uh, guide from the side. Um, they're the ones who inspire. It's not the it's not the guy at the front of the room making a great speech. It's the person investing the interconnectedness um, with the, someone else and getting that person to achieve. Yeah, and 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 it's someone who's always reaching for more, not just out, outside, but within as well. And through, and that, that's part of the nature of purpose is, you know, even in our nonprofit, we've had a lot of accomplishments. It's still like a sense that purpose calls you way beyond what you're already accomplishing because you realize much, much more is possible. So it always stretches you to manifest that more and to do it also with more elegance and grace and uh, inclusivity. That was Gerard Senehy of the Open Future Institute speaking with former public TV journalist Ken Stone. The Different Kind of Leadership series is just one of the benefits of joining the Vanguard Network, which organizes events, publishes content, and connects C-suite leaders. Our mission is building high-performance leadership. If you'd like more information about us, please visit our website at thevanguardnetwork.com. I'm Irene Silber. Thanks for listening.